Hello. Hey there. Hello. And welcome to episode 158 of Coming to Your Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. I'm Dustin. I'm Chris. How we doing, boys? A little sleepy. Yeah. Tired, tired on this Sunday morning. Yeah, I'm ready to go back to bed, I think. There's <laughs> <laughs> definitely uh, probably a nap in the future of today. Would, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm sure it surprises you. I have a kid's birthday to go to later. Oh, my goodness. No way. But hopefully I can get a nap in maybe after. Oh, my goodness. No way. Good luck on that one, <laughs> sir. I know it might surprise you. It's the theme of the birthday party. Yeah, superheroes. Uh, it's dinosaurs. All right. Mm. Okay. That's a good one still, no matter what mm. age you are. Mm-hmm. I, I'm also like hint, hint. Uh, dinosaur shaped food is still like the best tasting food. I yeah. stand by that. So it's hard to disagree <laughs> with that. Honestly, yeah, they're all good. <laughs> I stand by that. I stand with you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, at least it's going to be nice weather, albeit maybe a touch hot. Yeah, it's a bit warm. I was letting the dogs out yeah. earlier, and I was like. Damn, it is. Yeah, especially warm especially when already. it's been like when it's been like almost fall esque, you know, in the mornings at least. Mm-hmm. And like this morning, it was like, oh, okay, we're doing this right away today. Okay, oh, I kind of have. Uh, I feel like I could start sweating at any moment as soon as I rolled out of bed. <laughs> it shouldn't be this humid at eight a.m. It really shouldn't. But especially yesterday was like perfect. Yes, both Friday and Saturday were pretty good. You went out. You went out yesterday. Enjoyed the day. Yeah, what you guys end up doing? Um, ended up going to a local restaurant that is dog friendly. So oh. took Rizzo downtown. Oh yeah. Had lunch outside, mm. a couple drinks, just relaxed, enjoyed the weather, some food. How did Rizzo like it? He did really well, surprisingly. Good. Was so. it just like over over stimulation or anything? Well, you know how he is. Um. If he's on his harness and leash, he's a little extra. Sure. Uh, uh, I think I've probably said it before, but his former owner was a jogger, runner, active mm. person. And um, they got attacked by a dog one time when she was out running with Rizzo. And so, like, any time after that, like, he's been, when he's on his leash, like, he gets a little edgy. Sure. Never, never, you know, super aggressive, but he's a little more. Just on alert. Ex- he's just extra. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we usually don't take him out to a lot of places in the public, but he did good yesterday. They uh, went to Ernie's. So, a little while ago, they had like an event where they hosted, um, it was just like they blocked off the street in front of the restaurant and it's just a bunch of like, bring your dog down and like we have dog stuff. And I don't know. I was like raising money for Noah's Ark or something. Okay. I love that. That's, that's awesome. Good. Yeah. yeah. That's so awesome. he went to that and did really well. Um, so and slowly kind of keeping that going. And he got some uh, some chicken hearts and livers from <laughs> Pinnons. Heck yeah! I I recently I, I when I went there um, a couple weeks ago, I got some of those chicken livers or chicken hearts mm-hmm. for Magic too, and she freaking loves them. And then, like, yeah, they, I don't, I'm assuming because the owner uh, loves dogs, which is why he probably hosted that dog event. 
fundraiser thing. But yeah, he came out and gave Frizzo some treats. And not like we have some extra treats from Pinnons that he gave us too. So. Heck yeah. That's awesome. He's a nice guy. Pinnons got the meats, man. Well, they do. I watched the, uh, I got around to watching the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's a fun movie. That is a fun movie. Uh, have you seen it, Dustin? I, I still have not. I still, okay. I still need to see it. So I, won't, I, won't, I won't throw any spoilers, obviously, out there, but it's like, man, <laughs> it's just a fun time the whole time. Just Nicolas Cage it, and his element. It's, it's Nicolas Cage be, playing himself. Like, it's, I don't know what else more you wanted from it, but. It was. I don't know. I think it, it was just the story, the concept of the story fit so perfectly to what Nick Cage had, like whatever stage of acting he's entered mm-hmm. um, over the last really decade. Uh, and then just Pedro Pascal's character is fucking hilarious and great the entire time. So. Which is not surprising. I mean, mm-hmm. no. Daddy yeah. Pedro is just crushing it in all angles of life. I think he's a, a really big Nicolas Cage fan too, right? Like, so I think it was like I'm pretty sure he is almost like a passion project. Like you get to work with one of your like idols, like you know. Yeah, watching that and then hopping in and, and playing some some Dead by Daylight yesterday <laughs> afternoon, I was like, "Hello, Nick Cage." Yeah. <laughs> was it you know? just kind of surreal like dude what yeah i just watched this movie and now he's in this game throwing out his one-liners and i finally watched across the spider-verse and you are going to enjoy that movie dustin when you watch it if you haven't yet i still haven't still haven't how was it with the hue did you do all that super good yeah (laughs) it was a lot of fun i bet Dude, I bet. Yeah, I still gotta watch that in like actually good, very good quality, and not, uh, <laughs> not acquired quality. I suppose sure. I'll say. Sure. <laughs> That's the quality you get on the high seas. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure. To, I mean, yeah, I'm not. It, I mean, it was good even with that, but. No, nah, like yeah, that. I mean, what they're setting up is gonna be. Very insane. <laughs> um, and like, just, honestly, just the animation alone in that movie is astounding. It goes from like 2D to 3D to like photorealistic at times, like all in the span of like two seconds. Really? Yeah, it's insane. I heard it's very a, high quality. I heard it's a very, very good like multiverse movie too. It it is. Um, yeah, it, it explains multiverses very well, uh, much better than some other things we could probably mention <laughs> that we've that we have harped on. I think in the uh-huh. past, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's on similar level as like everything everywhere all at once, like style of like they did a good job of explaining what they wanted to get mm-hmm. for what they're going for. Yeah, and it wasn't. I didn't feel like it was over, like. I, there's a lot I mean, obviously there's a lot of spider-men uh spider people um in it but it's like it, it, it wasn't just 
I don't know. I, I didn't feel like it was too overwhelming. Like, any person they showed, it was, like, f- like kind of funny, but also made sense. And the whole plot of it all, like, I thought it was really well done. It's going to make for an interesting uh, another whatever, the Beyond the Spider-Verse. That's what mm. it's called. Yeah, whatever. See what they do there. Yeah, how many are they? How many are they making? Do we know? Just the three, I thought. Okay. Yeah, they had three, and, I, and I think there was. I think there was like the Spider Woman, uh, spinoff. For who? Um, wasn't it going to be like Gwen, Stacy, and like in her? Universe? I thought. I thought something was announced that it was going to be. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen that yet. Then. I mean, I think you could with something like this. No, I mean, for sure. you, you could definitely branch off. Especially, I mean, there's so many different Spider-Man characters that it's like, you know, some of these oh, could yeah, get their own. <laughs> you know, yeah, Spider-Woman, a spin-off film focusing on the three generations of female Spider-related characters, including Spider-Gwen, uh, Spider-Woman, and Cindy Moon Silk. Okay, but that's about all. That's about it. You know, there hasn't cool. been anything like nothing. Here's a date or anything like that. Right, but. Uh, yeah, I didn't even hear the announcement. That's cool, though. That's very cool. More of these. Just as long as the production people are treated well. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> like, that's a little uh, that's a little spot on it, for sure. Seeing, seeing the finished product and knowing that the animators weren't treated that well, which is usually the case in any animated thing, but I mean... The 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 whole product you get at the end of the of this movie is like, good lord, you need to treat these people better because yeah. wow, what yeah, they're, they're putting out, fucking yeah, crushing it, man. And it's I, gorgeous. Like talking to Adam Dustin when you stepped away before we started recording, but like you know the budget of this movie was like hundred million, <clears> and <throat> in the box office alone, it made just under seven hundred million. So it's like a seven times return. Like guys, yeah, chill, like. The people money's there this. to pay these people. <laughs> yeah. We've seen it. Well, and it, more of the, I, they were. There's a lot of crunch involved. So, like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I think I think more people now are way more willing to wait for a, a, a quality product. But of course, you know that's not what like the big wigs up top want. They want yeah. more money now, most likely. Shareholders. Yeah, they want yeah. the returns now. They want that money now. It's my money, and I need and it fuck. now whatever it takes getting there so but like i said like we when you watch it and you see what they did and it's like holy shit <laughs> they, yeah. they they like these people hopefully have a better better time going around for the third movie if they're still there mm-hmm. Um, but it's good i mean it's i definitely recommend it's a worthy sequel it is that Maybe better in a lot of areas than the first movie. First movie soundtrack is still better though. Is I agree so with that. I agree okay. with that one for sure. Okay, I was gonna. It's ask. still a good soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, it's still good, but it's not. It wasn't to the first movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know, first, the first movie was just like, I don't. It was just so perfect, and like how would the, when they played the songs, and mm-hmm. I mean, Sunflower is still like one of. The, I play that song. Oh yeah, all the time. It's I've still got, one of my favorite songs. I've got that in playlists. It, it yeah, comes across many playlists yeah, all the time. Yep. How was uh, how was Oscar Isaac? Great. 
he's Oscar Isaac. Of course. He's so, great. You know. fucking, his fucking character is <laughs> Pedro amazing. Pascal, Oscar, Oscar Isaac. There's like all these names. Well, they, they bring it every single time. Um, yeah. I figured. I figured. I mean, I, even though I know he's supposed to be like the villain-ish character from mm. what, what I've seen, I guess, in the trailers, right? Because I haven't seen the movie. Uh, the way it was portrayed, but I just he sounded good in the trailers I've heard, but Spider Man twenty ninety nine is also like was one of my favorites when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So seeing you know, having him at, you know, hit, being teased at the end of the first movie and then him actually being like being an part integral of part yeah. of the second movie is is pretty cool. And uh he did a I mean, it's Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Of course, he did a good job. Now, I haven't seen the Flash movie, but I've I've heard that like these are almost similar plots. Oh, really? Is that not true? I don't I know. You haven't I seen don't the think movie? so. I haven't seen the Flash. I mean, it's it's very similar in 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 some ways, but I don't think. I, I the, mean, I think the main drive for the Flash is he wants to save his mom. Okay, not that yeah. like you could be like you could be your own worst enemy type thing. Right now, it's more of a he, he wants Flash Barry wants to save his mom from dying because oh, okay. um, he figures out he can. I mean, it's what what's the Flashpoint Flashpoint comic. paradox? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what it was in the comics, and mm-hmm. like then it's just because he did that and he messed with the timeline, all this shit went wrong. Okay, um, okay. This is more of a there's a group of spider people trying to set things right to prevent the the universe all the all our universes from like dying okay okay and i read wrong so i was like (laughs) i i was like they were like yeah this is the same plot then they just did it better and i was like well that is weird it's not at all the same considering they're completely (laughs) different characters yeah okay yeah, definitely not. Not at all the same plot. So I don't okay, know where good. you read. Wait, I don't know what you read, but I mean, that whoever was that is, Twitter is... before I got off Twitter. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, nah. I mean, it's similar in the fact that it involves a multiverse. A multiverse. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's about superheroes. It. Like, cool, man. So it's it's the same as Doctor Strange, then, basically, too. Yeah. In this case. All right. In the, in, in that example, yes, Doctor Strange. Multiverse of uh, Multiverse <laughs> no, of Madness is the right, same as right, the Flash. Right, right. <laughs> I could see. Here's what I'll say. I could see whenever Beyond the Spider Verse or the third movie, whenever that comes out, I think that might be more close to what happens in Flash. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. true. I'd agree with that. Obviously, we don't know what's going to be, but but it has yet to happen. And also, there is a twist. Well, I mean, I I don't think it happens in Flash. I don't know. Flash is about to come out on HBO, so yeah, that's when I'll, I'll actually get to watch it because I have a better idea. Right, I've heard Blue Beetle's actually pretty decent. I've, I've heard, heard that, that too. too. I've heard that too. I've heard it uh, is pretty good. Which is, I don't. That's not the no. That's not that, that movie wasn't under James Gunn. I was going to ask you know, when's when's the first no. James Gunn? I think it's the Superman. Movie. The, yeah, my guess okay. is the Superman movie. I think Blue Beetle was like their last like, but I, I don't think I've heard anything about it being like not part of. He he you... is going to be a part of James the James okay. Gunn stuff. He's going to pull it in. Okay. Because I know yeah. Shazam hasn't been said that he's going to be part of it. So. Um, well, now that the Rock's involved. <laughs> is the Rock back into it or? No, I was just saying with this involvement with the. Oh, the, um, 
Shazam. his movie and yeah. stuff and Shazam, like I feel like it's it's just kind of yeah, just kind of moving away from that. Yeah, I don't want Shazam to be in my Black Adam movie. What? It's I don't know how that's huh? po- I don't know I don't know I can't speak highly of the storylines in Shazam Black Adam, but they fucking cross paths. I know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they <Yeah>. do <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Might have something to do with the Rock having in his contract not being able to lose any fight. That's ever. true. That's he can't lose a fight unless he unless he deems it's worthy. And he's I don't think Rock would want to lose against Zachary Levi. And for like <laughs> him being seemingly such a nice guy in every other aspect of his career, pretty much <laughs> like that. That's a weird one. I think it's it's more like yeah, like the public like if they see the Rock lose, what is it? It's it, they don't they cover that in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood basically. Where it's like once you become the villain, the Bruce all Lee. Sudden... That was Bruce Lee, though. Oh, okay, okay. Because I thought it was like, yeah, once they start to lose, and it's like then that's then they get typecasted as a person that's like now they're just losing. I don't know. It's it... just ego. <laughs> yeah, man. Like Black Adam and Shazam should be in the same movie, and if they fight, I don't. Man, if Black Adam loses, man, it's as long as it serves the story. Write a good story, man. No. Oh well, doesn't I matter. I don't. I have no. Yeah, I, don't, I have I don't no wants. Personal. I have no want to see Black Adam. There's nothing about me that's like you need to go see Black Adam. Also, I'll probably see the Flash, but even then, it's not like I'm super excited about it. I'm. I. I want to see the Flash for the, you know, the cameos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I do actually do want to see Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle, I've heard, yeah, I've heard it's nothing but... Uh, I mean, it's got like a 20% higher rating on, on Rotten Tomatoes than the last, I don't know how many DC films, so... <laughs> well, I, I mean, James Gunn's uh, Suicide Squad was good. Like, that's true, but I mean, for I guess for like the DCEU stuff. Yeah, that's true. Which, I mean, now Suicide Squad's going to be a part of it, but... Because like, looking at the list of the DCEU right now, like, I like Man of Steel. I also liked Man. I liked the director's cut of Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Suicide Squad is garbage. Uh, Wonder Woman was very good. Mm-hmm. The uh, Zack Snyder version of Justice League is the way to go, even though it's four hours long. Agreed. Uh, Aquaman wasn't bad. I didn't hate it. I couldn't even finish the movie. <laughs> it's to okay. be honest. I, I got into it. I was like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I just it- couldn't care. Shazam was fun. I really liked the first Shazam. I haven't seen the second one. Though. Either way. So. It's not as fun. Yeah, that's no, what I've it, heard. Sorry, hold on. It's not as good. It's still fun. It's still fun, just not as good. Not as good. I've heard that. I just I I the first one was like very surprising. Like I just had a really fun mm-hmm. time watching it. Mm-hmm. Birds of Prey was good. I, I love I liked, Birds of Prey. Yeah. Yeah. Um Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, they fell that one. I had I, so much hope for that one, and then it was like, don't what necessarily is this? blame. I mean, this everything leading up to the circumstances of that movie is just kind of uh, made it. Eh. Yeah. Right. I, I Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four and Thor Love and Thunder remind me a lot of each other. Where you're just like, hmm. The best part about those movies was the trailer. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah that's that's sad. Yeah. yeah. But I, she's at least. Um, Gal Gadot's going to be returning for the James Gunn stuff, and she's going to be that's good. Uh, uh, one of the executive producers for the third movie. So that's cool. Hopefully that helps. I like. I think it was just like Patty Jenkins didn't know what she wanted to really do, and COVID hit, and yeah, 
she was her mind was on other her star wars project that she had lined up before she quit that and everything and i don't know <laughs> i think i think wonder woman 1984 suffered because of that probably i think so um and the suicide squad james gunn they did very well with that um i did i don't have i don't have any want to see black adam then they have shazam the flash and blue beetle Fear of the Gods, the Flash and Blue Beetle. And then season one of Peacemaker. Well, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. That Peace Me- uh, Peacekeeper was so freaking good. And these are just the films um, I was talking about. Pe- Peacemaker is the only um, show, like television series, in, like, in that universe. Until. I think there's something else coming out. I thought it was another TV show. I could be wrong, though. Uh, wasn't it? I don't know. I'm not even gonna try to figure it out. <laughs> I might be actually thinking of the. Pe- I actually, I think I might be thinking of Penguin. Oh, that I yeah on H. Or, so, yeah, which is a diff- mm-hmm. which is the Matt Reeves Batverse. So yeah, I, yeah. Never mind. Talk about three different DC universes. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's a separate. Unfortunately, it's a separate right. universe. <laughs> but good. I have read. Uh, I think James Gunn has said that. Um, we're going to see vigilante in other things before season two of peacemaker. <laughs> I would love to see vigilante just show up in a. <laughs> so be on the lookout for that. And I just, I hope fucking Momoa comes back as Lobo. That'd be great. I think that would be cool. I think that'd be really be cool. I still think the problem with the or the DCEU is that they just try to ramp up to be to the Avengers like so fast. Yeah. Well, and now that James Gunn and Peter, is it Peter, the other guy that's co Peter running Saffron 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 yeah yeah. Um, hopefully they can rein in the Warner execs a little bit. I, which I have all the faith in James Gunn. They should be able to. He's. Correct. He's done a lot of things. He's touched justice. Like a thousand and, you percent. Know, I'm just trying to keep in mind, not everything he's going to do for this is going to be fantastic right away. Right. And there's going to be some misses, but he has pretty much hit on everything I've ever seen. That he's done after, mm-hmm. after he uh, started doing Guardians. Yeah. Yeah, once he did, once he showed what he could do in, into the, like the comic book world with guardians like he just crushed it from there on out i mean and then what he did for a suicide squad like his yeah, version that came same. out like watching that first one i was like i remember watching it and being like this this seems so cool and why does this feel so disappointing to watch to his suicide squad that was like this is just off the walls fun insane from the beginning to end and like that's cool like it just was fun Mm-hmm. Um, damn. It keeps the, you know. Then of course there's uh, like everything's you know how it, it kind of is in the comics spinoffs you know little changes here and yeah. there but like it stays true to the lore right. So you know that's what people like you, and if it's you can execute it <clears throat> on top of that you're mm-hmm. gonna have a good movie. You're gonna have a good time. Then of course Peacemaker was so fucking good. I don't want to say surprisingly good, but like I didn't have high expectations. Like when it was announced, I'm like, really? He was was my favorite. One of my favorite bits from 
James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Yeah. So I was like, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And then it's just like, I mean, it, with James Gunn being attached to it as much as he is, I was like, okay, right. maybe <laughs> could be something good here. And then just, you know, it starts off the cold open and then it goes to the intro theme song. Yeah. You're like, and well, I was like, okay, I'm in. I'm in for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're coming if at they can this hold right. this up. It's yep. going to be fun. <laughs> so. Does he have anything? Does James Gunn have anything to do with the Toxic Avenger remake that's coming out later this year? I don't think so. I haven't heard anything. And I'm on his, uh, his like, wiki page and there's nothing about. about that was it. before I don't, he. I think that was before he, yeah. Took that. Really? Okay. I think so. Because the old Toxic Avengers movies from the 80s are fucking bananas. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. He was 98 pounds a solid nerd until he became the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> Quintessential 80s action superhero. It's keeping the R rated. But fucking weird. Peter Dinklage as the Toxic Avenger. It's going to be out mm-hmm. yeah, this September. Wow, in like a month. Yep. Elijah Wood and Kevin Bacon are going to be in it, too. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, you know what? I'd go see it. I mean, I don't know how it's going to... I don't think it's going to fit into anything. I think it's just like its own its own thing, but it'll be interesting. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, and Not to necessarily go to watch it to have it connect to anything, but just, just like, let's, I'm just going to go experience what this I don't movie think it would, is. I don't think it's supposed to connect yeah, to anything. I, was just, I, just, I just knew James Gunn did the original ones back in the 80s, so I didn't know if he was tied to this one at all. Hmm. I don't see Yeah, I don't see that he is. I was trying to look to see if its production company was in there, and I don't think it is. So, no, nah, it's Legendary Pictures and Trauma Entertainment. I yeah. don't know who Trauma Entertainment is, but wait, the Tax Avenger is Marvel, not DC. Mm-hmm. I think it was DC. Because probably because James Gunn did the original ones. We were, yeah, yeah, we were just talking. About we were that. just talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was technically a Marvel Enterprise. Julia Davis. What the fuck? <laughs> this movie, if you just want camp, like just want a bunch of, I mean, I don't know how they're going to move it up to today's standards, but if you want just a bunch of 80s camp, like, and weird kind of semi-gross superhero stuff, the original Toxic Adventure is really good. Is the way to go. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it came out, what, 84, I think? Yeah. So it's like, that was that time yeah. period, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah. It was the era of James Gunn being in trouble for writing things the way he wrote them. He was a, which one did he write for? I thought he did the first one. I don't see him on here. I don't yeah, I don't see him at all about anything about Toxic Avenger. Hmm. Let me look. I mean I know he did Scooby Doo. I know he was a, a writer for the Dawn of the Dead. The movie from 2004, uh, which I thought was pretty decent. Oh, that's cool. There's an update. Pretty sure There's an upcoming. The Trome, the Tromaville production company is James Gunn. Uh, I don't think so. I don't see it, at least. 
you know, look at that. So I'm on. I'm on his way. And it says Gunn began his career in filmmaking with Troma Entertainment. Yeah, he which, might have been. He might have been part of it at some point. That's true. But he did. Uh, he did Tromeo and Juliet in 1996. <laughs> he was married to Jenna Fisher. He was. Yes, sir. I didn't. Not know that. Troma has produced or acquired early films featuring several rising talents before they were discovered, including Kevin Costner in Sizzle Beach, USA, J.J. Abrams in Night Beast, Marissa Tomei in The Toxic Avenger, Michael J. White in The Toxic Avenger Part 2, Billy Bob Thornton, Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town. What? That's a movie? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Troma's president, Lloyd, he co-wrote All I Needed to Know About Filmmaking I Learned from The Toxic Avenger. So maybe he's not credited. Hmm. I don't think yeah, I know maybe. any of this. I haven't either. Learn something, learn something new every day, you know? Yeah. I've never seen the Tax Adventure. <laughs> You're not missing anything. Right. I can remember Probably parts. Not. I don't even know if I've actually seen the whole thing or I have, and I just have forgotten chunks of it, right? Because it, it's been well, decades. I first saw it. I think because it was on, it was on on demand. It was like one of the on the free channel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I'll give this a shot." And I was like, "The hell is this movie?" And then <laughs> like, there's three more. Oh my god! Yeah, more of these? <laughs> but yeah, they've made many more. They continue so, to make more. I haven't been playing a lot of video games this week. Playing some. Yeah. What have you been um, What do you have? Well, there was a little game called Baldur's Gate 3 that came out. I think I heard of that one. <laughs> Making the round. about seven-ish hours, six hours into that. Uh, and there, uh, really, the only thing that's been going on is the uh, there's an event in Call of Duty that bridges the st- campaign from the most recent game to what they're doing for the next one. To the new one. Yeah. So like, it was a giant PV. Uh, and trust me, we're going to circle back to Baldur's Gate three. Don't worry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, the event is basically it's on the Almazar map, and um, you, do you remember Dustin Numeric Graves from the campaign? Yeah. So, he's alive. Okay. Um, and he's working with Farah and um, what's his face who lost his leg in the first game. Okay. The 2019 Alex. Yeah. Um, he's working with them, and they're basically uh, th- uh, this military group called Coney. 2012. Um, oh no! It's every every they, it's co- the Coney Group is what they call it. And every time I hear it, I'm like Coney 2012. Yeah, always. Yeah, uh, for and forever. But um, they have they have a secret underground base at the Zaya Observatory, and so basically, it's you spawn in on the plane you do for Warzone, and it's a PVE event. So there's no actual. You're not facing against any actual people and you're in a squad and you spawn down and you have to take over their eight missile sites on the map that you have to take over and then once that happens they all launch um their warheads up to the side observatory and blow it up yeah 
so then you can go underground um and they have a bunch of like neurotoxin gas containers down there that you have to exfil like 45 of them or something like that and it's all timed and uh there's just pe- like ai bots everywhere trying to prevent you from doing yeah. it and like juggernaut spawn and like commander helicopter spawn it and trying to shoot you and you basically have i think it's like 11 or 12 minutes to get out get in, get all out. the gas canisters you can and then get on a, a chopper and exfil and then it just and then from there like it just goes into the trailer for modern warfare 3 um so it's just setting up the story that's pretty cool that's pretty cool it is fun so you're working mm-hmm. with everybody else like yeah okay there's like probably oh what's eight times uh like 50 40 50 people okay in around um you know just working together but it with how you saw the end credit like the secret ending for modern warfare 2 campaign right i have not i don't think so either but it doesn't ring a bell at least is it new to the remake, or is it was it even in it's, the original? It, it, it ties it ties. Stuff. I mean, do you just want me to say it? I mean, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. So basically, like after you beat the campaign, um, it eventually cuts to uh, like a, an airplane, and um, someone gets like a text met like is fumbling with some like plastic stuff, and then uh, it their cell phone vibrates and they like pick it up and look at it. It's a text message. And it's like, okay, like on, on my signal, it's like, and remember it. And it just says no Russian. Oh. And then it, like, uh, and then it cuts to like the, what you see the guys fumbling with. He put together a plastic gun. Um, and they're about to hijack a plane. Okay. So <laughs> I saw that and I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting take on this. Um, and so basically I think that might be how the third game starts or very close to. <laughs> so very similar this, to the a variation very controversial. No, a variation of no Russian. Yeah. And not to be a fucking Call of Duty simp lord more than I usually am, but um <laughs> the the third game uh is gonna have i think 22 maps at launch and 16 of those are the original modern warfare 2 maps oh my god um and then they're gonna be doing zombies oh i love that yeah it says they don't Um, have the largest cod zombies map of all time and they're working with treyarch on the zombies that's good uh, and it's from what it nothing's confirmed, but it seems like they're going to be mixing together um, Outbreak from Call of Duty Cold War, which was basically um, you could have four people spawn in, and then it's just like a large kind of like ground war, mm-hmm. bigger, like a uh, um, as big as a um, battle royale map, mm-hmm. and just with zombies coming at you constantly, and there's just objective stuff you could do on any given map. Um, so they're combining that and DMZ. Oh shit! Allegedly. Okay. Um, so I don't, I don't think DMZ was profitable for them. So they're not going to be bringing it back necessarily. That there's no definitive word on that. Um, but supposedly it's going to be a zombie exfil extraction looter shooter situation. That sounds pretty cool. So and so you'll have multiple squads like, on a map, and it's going to be PVE. Kind of sounds like uh, the Dark Zone from Division. 
Very similar. Which always scared me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, supposedly that's what's going to be happening. I, the zombies thing and working with Treyarch is 100% happening. Um, mm-hmm. And then just from some leaks, it seems like it's going to be a mixture of Outbreak f- from Cold War and DMZ from Modern Warfare 2. Which sounds interesting to me. I'm not going to lie. Although I wish they bring DMZ back. That game mode's fun. And yeah, I do like DMZ. Well, and here comes more confused grandparents and parents with their kid asking for Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. That are going to purchase the... 2011 <laughs> version. No, not that one. The new one. Oh, no. no. The, the shady part, I guess, is um, originally Modern Warfare 2 was supposed to last two years, have a two-year life cycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And obviously that has changed because... The new one's coming out in, like, November. Yeah. Which means that most of the stuff that we're probably getting for Modern Warfare 3 was just going to be in Modern Warfare 2 and added eventually as free content. And oh. I have to pay another Isn't that $70. awesome? <clears throat> Isn't that just Activision for you? Yep. Isn't that awesome? Daddy Kotick, huh? Just... I mean, you know, they're never going to say that, but that, to me, that makes sense. Sounds about right. <laughs> but, you know... If they if that zombie thing is true, that's that's interesting. Yeah, that could be worth it right there. But man, that would be fun. A mode like that would be super fun with zombies. Mm-hmm. Like a a PVE, like you know, sixteen people on the map working together. If you want, right? That that seems pretty sweet. And the outbreak maps were last which i don't i'm assuming you guys didn't play cold war no 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 i think it what it was free recently i i have it i'm pretty sure i did it because it was on the playstation thing but Mm -hmm. um i think the last call of duty i really i mean warzone was probably the last i like i ever really played Mm -hmm. call of duty but the last time i actually really got into call of duty was black ops 4 and that was yeah. okay. Blackout and Blackout was the Zombies. The best. Yeah. Um, the Titanic level I thought was so much fun. That, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Uh, we got to the uh, Who was it that got to the end of that? I know it was me and Ben. I can't, I can't remember who was last. But we got to like the last like boss in the Titanic. And that was fucking no, not a shot. <laughs> I was like, guys, I don't know how we're going to beat this thing. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't me. It's probably you, Ben, Jeff. Yeah, maybe it's Jeff. Maybe Paco. Somebody, I can't remember. Yeah. But we did, we tried. Like one day we were like, let's let's go, let's let's give it the best effort, you know. And I think we even we ended up just like looking some shit up because we just didn't care. <laughs> You're like, uh, how do you do this? Yeah, and it got to like the end, and it's just I just don't know how. I don't know how people beat that shit. It's I don't know just, people figure it out. It, no. Yeah, that too. I don't know how people just can solve it. Like, there's a a YouTube channel called defend the house, which, um, they for a long time have been putting out like, a um, Mythbusters episodes out for different video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and recently like their bigger, their bigger videos are usually on the call of duty ones. Like, you know, can you do this with this grenade or can you revive somebody who's falling in midair? Kind of like they'll try. Stuff yeah. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the two main guys from that channel never played any zombies. So they have a, a YouTube 
series going on right now where they're going through every single zombies map uh, <laughs> <Yes>. chronologically <laughs> That's and cool. beating and doing the Easter eggs and everything. And they're just uh, figuring out as they go or uh no they look stuff up and okay. then they bring in people from their community who have done it that's um, cool okay. that's that's pretty cool yeah help guide them but like they usually spend a day or two just exploring each map and like trying to figure stuff out um and then eventually like, they're like okay now it's time to do the easter egg and like get into that they're like how did anybody figure this out yeah and like i for some of the older like black ops one two and stuff like that like some of those maps are just how the fuck did you find this and <laughs> be able to do it? Because I would imagine with like random people and like someone would be like, does anyone know how to do the Easter egg? And one guy would be like, yeah, I think I've, I've done it before, you know, and then yep. you've just followed their directions. Sherpa me through. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, I, I never played a lot of zombies outside of like the Titanic level, but even like the one we went back to play. Um, where like their bow and arrow, like a German, yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah, I was being stripped a hundred percent. I think that's the only one that I've ever been a part of where we've actually beaten it over. Just like we did not look up anything, to my mm-hmm. knowledge. Um, and we actually worked just worked it out. Um, that one was fun. That one was a lot of fun. I know we tried. Uh, what was the the Roman? Coliseum looking that one. was in Black Ops oh. 4 yeah. yeah yeah we got a decently far I remember Chris you and I mm-hmm. were doing it and we ran into some area where you, you got to like a, a pillar or a post and it was just like counting down or I can't yeah. remember it just like we just ran out of time but it was like how, I don't even know what the next step was you had, you had to like go into the Coliseum and like fight yeah. off mobs and yeah and it was it was cool yeah. but yeah yeah it's hit a point where I was like I don't I don't know what else to do yeah <laughs> I, I'm, I'm stuck now you find any little thing that looks off in that and you're just like analyzing it for <laughs> mash buttons on it yeah. Yeah. like yeah. shooting it and interact come on what do i do with it? <laughs> what do i do with it yep yep what's where's the wonder weapon maybe we have to shoot it with that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but circling back little game called Baldur's Gate 3. You might have heard of it. I've heard of it. I've heard you guys talk about it. Uh, you guys talked about it for like at least almost an hour <laughs> before we started recording. And I was... Roughly. I, I was zoning out because I, I did I did just buy it. And yeah. it's not like... I, I don't want to like get any spoilers. Not that I would even know. No. Nope. Like probably remember. But, you know, I wasn't taking any chances. What I don't understand is... Um, I was going to wait for the PS5 version to come out, which is only a couple weeks away. Mm-hmm. Coming out early September, right? Um, and it's $10 more on PS5. Is it? Is it really? It's Why? $70 for the base edition on PS5. Why? I, I don't know. And it's $60 on Steam. Yep. And if you want to spend, if you want to spend seventy dollars, then you get like some extra bonus stuff. But like, it's like eighty dollars for extra bonus stuff on PS Five. I don't understand it at all. <laughs> Makes zero sense to me. And that's why I was like, well, fuck it. I guess I'm just gonna get it on Steam. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I yeah, that's that's odd. I mean, I didn't even think about that because like I obviously I paid the sixty bucks three years ago whenever the beta right. came out, right? So yeah, like I've sunk so much time into this game that like I already it already paid for itself before it got released. Um, <laughs> So that's interesting, though, just because of the price point. Like, it's just it has to be that, 70 bucks. That literally changed my mind. I was like, OK, I'll, I'll just get it now and I can start playing it. 
So you're playing it on PlayStation? No, I'm no. playing it on Jeez. on Steam. Okay. Right. I think it's eventually. Like, I mean, it's supposed to be cross-play and cross-save too. Yep, that's what I that's what I understand. That's why, like, eventually, I wouldn't mind um, getting it for PlayStation, but I'm definitely not spending full no, price. Fucking seventy dollars. Yeah, no. That's... When it's ten dollars cheaper. Yeah, just for elsewhere. and just for no reason, right? Like, because it's it's been on yeah. PC for years. I mean, the beta, but even the full release, I don't. Yeah, they still full. They released it at sixty bucks. I mean, I don't think they were running a sale or anything on Steam. Why no. not on Steam? It's sixty bucks, but I, there's like a ten dollar thing that you get, like their digital edition, yeah. which is like yeah. an art book, a digital art book, and stuff. I'm like, ah, I'm good. Yeah, you get some clothes and different dice and a different character sheet and stuff like that too. So I mean, you know, there's stuff there. Yeah. For your money, but yeah, I I don't. If the PlayStation version comes with that as well, sure. I it doesn't. It. Then it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. eighty dollars for the special stuff so on PlayStation. So it's just Sony holding a price point. Like everything Seemingly. that comes out has to be seventy bucks. Seemingly. Because otherwise, if you come out with it sixty, then they're like, "Okay, why is that sixty? Why is everything else seventy? That's you know, it's just stupid. Just an arbitrary price point. Just Seem- to have it. seemingly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's unfortunate. Well, it is what it is. But just food for thought for anyone else who's considering <clears throat> waiting. Yep, it'll be cheaper on Steam if you have the capability. Well, and I know it runs very well on computer. Um, oh, yeah, that I'm not surprised. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I, it's a little choppy at times for me. Okay. But um, it might be because of my CPU. Oh, sure. It's a, it's a little older. Mm-hmm. I've, I've run into some choppiness at times of like when I'm like playing with other people. Um, you know, even if I'm like hosting, but I'm like hosting you know, a total of four people in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it might get choppy at times, but that makes sense. Yeah. Or like when you like fast travel load through as an area, like it might take a minute for everything to kind of load in. I've noticed, yeah. um, but nothing like game breaking. I did have one at one time where I had a character of mine. Um, I was trying to like break down a wall and I did a maneuver and it basically put my character on the other side of the wall and they were just stuck there. Oh. Um, but then you just fast travel to one of your fast travel points and everybody's with you. So it's like, it, it's not like going to keep you there and you're stuck forever. Right. Like you just, mm-hmm. Oh, I'll just fast travel out. Um, but it was like an odd, like, well, you can only damage the wall with force damage, but you can't get out. I was like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> but I get in. <laughs> so, so that was, I, that I was got in. Let me out. Yeah, I did. I did yeah. have a weird one where one of my companions, um, glitched into an elevator floor and didn't go up with us <laughs> You're like, uh-huh. and i didn't notice it until way you know like 10 minutes later yeah and so then like i switch back to uh that character and like i'm just clicking to try to move them like get them unstuck mm-hmm. and eventually it did get unstuck sure and it went away from the elevator and then because they're grouped up the rest of the party was like came back to him <laughs> but just jumped off the elevator to their deaths yep yeah sure sure <laughs> Which I mean, with more, I mean, I was right there, so I could just like pick them up. Yeah, it's just comical. You're like, really, guys? Just like, come on, what are we doing? Come on, yeah. <clears throat> but very pretty, very game, 
very it definitely runs better than what i did on the beta um the the opening ship section wasn't bad but like you could like they def they changed it um Mm -hmm. they streamlined it a little bit you still hit all the same things they just kind of there used to be a part where like you could go out onto the almost like the deck like up top Mm -hmm. before going back and finding essentially shadow heart um like that's not a spoiler it's right at the beginning but yeah um like they 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 shortened it streamlined it a little bit it all runs better um it used to be pretty choppy some of those areas like where you see the dragon flying outside the the ship the nautilus ship right at the beginning um as it's like crashing because that's the very beginning of the game but yeah i mean that used to be pretty pretty choppy but now it like actually runs pretty well um but yeah still a very the, pretty the, game the voice acting is really good in it oh too. yeah it's and also listening to some of what you say like speak with animals like just talk to more just random animals like you you everybody who can dude. should go do that right now i promise you <laughs> it's worth it yeah because there's things that you said you've talked to that like i haven't even thought of talking to those yeah. animals <laughs> just like okay um it's the scope of this game and everything that you can do in it if you want to is just impressing me a lot like it you it feels like actual D where like being at a table you can basically do whatever you want you know given right. given whatever the the dm wants to allow you to do or bend the rules or break them if it's rule of cool type thing so like you can't do that here but you do it is an, you still can it, yeah like it is an open <laughs> playground like they'll let you do whatever you want within the rules um mm-hmm. you know but like you can still do whatever you want like they'll... like what happens if i do this can i do this yeah. and you can generally can <laughs> yeah they're like sure but sure yeah why yeah go ahead do whatever you want um i mean i think i don't know if i don't know if we've talked about this there's that video of matt mercer playing it stacking all those boxes Mm -hmm. or crates oh you know what i did see that yeah so like he was he was on some like video stream with like one of the developers or one of the creative directors or somebody on the game and it showed matt mercer just stacking these boxes like up on top of each other and he just climbed to the top and then shot this arrow that allows him to teleport to the top of another building and it was like cool that's how i'm gonna do that and like the developer was like that's pretty creative (laughs) like yeah you can do that and it it wasn't like a few it was like 30 boxes yeah it was in and it was was like a hundred feet up in the air he had a tower of boxes then then he just (laughs) you're like hey man the game will let you do it if you want so and i love that it's intimidating but i love it like you can kill your own party members if you want to or even on accident but you know, you live and learn. Sometimes. Or die and learn, I guess. <laughs> that die, case, die and learn. Case, yeah. So sometimes you are rude to a child and then an entire fucking town come after you and murder everybody in your party. <laughs> <laughs> Those tieflings roll together, man. All right. <clears throat> it's unnecessary. Yeah. But yeah. Like, I, I mean, yeah, no, it's fine. I like I've, I'm looking steam says I've played just a hair over 12 hours and it's still probably more like seven hours in actuality of actual. Yeah. Leaving stuff running. Go yeah, do yeah, something yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But 
but a very good time so far. I I like it a lot. Um, it scratches an itch. I like for some reason Divinity Original Sin Two didn't do this for me, but this one is. Is it because this one's actual like D and D? You understand a lot of I already I have a so. background on all, all like I, how a lot of yeah. the mechanics already work. That might I be, guess so. Right. That it makes that makes more sense. Because I feel like that same thing, right? Like, because I, I I played Divinity Original Sin with Chris quite a bit, and mm-hmm. I very much enjoyed it. This game feels a lot like it. It feels more fleshed out. Like they've improved some things, obviously. Um, but overall, it feels like the movement, the things you can or cannot do, the way the environment can help you or very much hinder you is the same. But um, I think for me, it was just that, like how much I play D&D, that it's like I just understand these classes, these subclasses, how things should work usually. But then finding how they're different in this game versus how they might be at the table Um is wild like like speak with animals i've played at many games at the table where i don't think i've ever seen that spell used in action like it just doesn't really come up but it's like a lot of theater of the mind whereas in this game to your point adam it's like there's animals all over the place and you can talk to and all you, of them. And if you got it, just fucking talk to and them. They all have their own voice. <laughs> and it's unique, right? And you're like, what the fuck? How many people worked on this game? What <laughs> You can just talk A to lot. the squirrel out here. All Holy of shit. Them. Yeah, everybody. So it's like, <clears throat> and it's not called out. It's like stuff that like, unless you just, de- if you decide not to do it and just walk by, it's cool. Yeah. It doesn't change anything. It's fine. But you can explore. And get into trouble or not, right? So it's blowing me away, man. It's wild. I think I just need to get used to a few more things before I have a a pretty decent grasp on how the game mechanics or the you know how the stuff I know how it works outside on you know on a table yep. works in game. Actually works yeah, yeah. in game. Is it actually useful? You know. I mean. Um, being able to like have you know if you're all your party's sneaking and only two of you get discovered you can still move freely with your other characters as long as they're still hidden yep. but they won't be a part of the um initiative you know, yeah initiative role but it's nice that even if you get caught you're like okay i'll switch to those guys then i can still put them in position while basically everybody else pauses i'm, I'm getting know? i'm getting used to yeah. um being able to control not the main character yep yep it takes a bit just switching around playing with somebody else does help too right like because like when katie and i are playing you know i take control of two characters she has control of two characters and that's all we have to kind of manage which does help well like when you're controlling a full party it can get to be a bit much Mm -hmm. like oh fuck i forgot to tell lazelle to crouch and now we're all like (laughs) getting yelled at you know and it's like shit um but i don't know it it it's a fun little sandbox to play around in right now and you can get goofy real goofy very that's very i don't know it it is it is worth it so far i feel like i still get surprised but like i almost have 200 hours of like if i went into steam it'd probably be close to 200 hours i mean again including Mm -hmm. the beta time and all that shit sure um but most of this was act one right like the beta was basically that like there's still some things that i've come across that i've not seen but like essentially the Druid Grove, all that stuff, the Nautilus, the, you know, 
finding withers if you've played the game you know who that is like all of those sections were all in the beta so like none of that is new but like i'm still finding new things it's it's insane it's just it's i keep getting surprised by the game and having almost 200 hours in the same area um is interesting it just it's it's very interesting yeah it says you have 210 I mean, hours in case you wanted to know <laughs> sorry what was that 210 hours oh, okay that's what they're, is that a lot? they're saying that's the total that's for you yeah oh 210 yeah. hours oh, is, is yeah. that a lot did i break it i don't know last played on august 20th <gasps> today I played it. T- oh yeah, I was. I think I logged off at close to one o'clock last night. <laughs> so that was, yeah, it was, you know, I was like, I didn't play it this morning. Oh, I was up after. Oh yeah. wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was technically sense. today, wasn't it? Yep, yep. So, and again, haven't gotten out of Act One. So I, I don't even know what this game still has in store for me, but I'm A excited lot. to find out. I am really excited to find out, and the customization is top-notch um they let you they will let you change anything like yeah like you really can edit so much yeah like the fact that like adam if you you played 80 hours right and you were your bard and you're like you know what i just i want to do something else you could literally just pay money and change your character like cool in-game currency yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) in-game currency like gold (laughs) in the game that you get in abundance for just selling shit or just you know helping people out but like then you'd be like, all right, I want to be a ranger. And then like, you just change or your companions. Like you can just do that. And that like, that is awesome. Like it just lets you do that. And then like, now you just got to figure out how to play now, like with that shit. But I don't know. It's not perfect, obviously, but it's, no. it's very good for an RPG. Like I, this is gonna, this is really going to force, I think video game companies to try harder with with rpgs like this right so yeah i don't think all rpgs are going to be this massive and nor should they be but things like this i think it, it's setting a bar in a way that's like god of war right like where it's like yeah if you want to do this single story you know semi-open world you know there is a template here where you can be very successful doing it so It's if you like D and D, it's I think it's a, a game for I would recommend. For sure, yeah, it definitely scratches that itch. <laughs> if anybody's ever played D and D knows it's you, you love playing it. It's sometimes it's hard to get a table going. So like, hey man, this is D and D on um, demand, really. So far, obviously, there's a lot I still have to play, but it is the story's good. Yeah, and the story's been fun. At least I mean, it, I think you're still. Um, you got some stuff to find out, obviously, but yeah, you're, <laughs> was that in discord guys? I don't know. This Raphael character might not be on the up and up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got you guys. Yeah. I was like, I just ran into him. I, yeah. I concur wholeheartedly. <laughs> this guy's, something doesn't seem right about this guy. Something's fucky here, guys. <laughs> so... <clears throat> I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what your take on it is, Chris, for the early game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'll dive in and and uh, see how it uh, 
tickles my fancy. Be like, yeah, remember when you guys mentioned this? And we're like, yeah. And like, I just got there. Good. <laughs> good. Good. I ran into yeah. a lot of sheep. I, uh, yeah. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have also had the experience after after you do what I would call the tutorial ship. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. <clears throat> I almost, uh, I missed Shadowheart. Oh, okay. It can happen. <laughs> it wasn't until, I was, I was just running around. And then ran into some um, things that hit real hard uh, and, and killed me. So I read that basically my last save was when I got out of the tutorial ship. And then I was running around just getting the stuff I had already collected once. And then I was like, hovered my mouse over somebody to like go, you know, loot their corpse. And I was like, Shadowheart. <laughs> Shadow and I woke up. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> I missed you the first time. <laughs> that would have been interesting. Yep. I mean, early early days of the beta, like the beta, you couldn't even get her on the Nautilus ship. Like she, oh, really? you could find her, but you couldn't help her. Um, and then eventually you could help her, like actually get her okay. out, and then she would help you, like get off the ship or whatever, right? But like, yeah. And originally in the beta, you would you wouldn't find her laying on the sand like that. Like she'd be farther up yeah. the beach, already awake trying to get in a doorway and then you'd stumble across her and then she'd okay. be like, Hey, we're like, I saw you on the ship. So like they changed that a little bit where it's like, now you just like come across her like immediately. Um, yeah. As you wake up. Yeah. So, but yeah, you, it, yeah, it, it, it pays to explore. Yep. Very much. <laughs> it, you can get in trouble by exploring. Makes sense. Um, the last night or the other day, I think I, I went into this cave and, uh, very much Indiana Jones style. A giant boulder fell off a trap and then killed two of my party members or downed them. And I had to fucking. It was a, a whole thing. Explosions happened. I was like, what the fuck? I just walked in here. And guess what? You... Nothing worth of anything in that cave at all. Yeah, so. Have you guys um, seen the uh, bear bombs? The bear bombs? No. Mm-hmm. Um, someone figured out you could basically like from the top rope with a, a bear druid um, <laughs> just jump off a high building you won't take enough damage to go down but you'll but, de- like they've with buffs and everything they were good enough to like 800 plus damage why is that from one single thing you know <laughs> act you know having a having a game right now where it's oops all druids where we're all bears and we've broken parts of it already. That is not mm-hmm. surprising. That <laughs> there's a video out there. Just some dude, there, a party. Someone just one of their bear druids just jumps off a building that's like six stories up and just absolutely decimates an entire square. <laughs> if you haven't watched that video, uh, I think that Ben sent of all those halfling barbarians, the four halfling. I barbarians. watched. I watched that last night. Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> that's insane. Dude, it, you can definitely break this game with yeah. with builds. So <clears throat> it's the best. It's a good time. Yeah. Um, thankfully, I did. We did this at the end, so we, you know, we're at an hour. So yeah. we're, I'm gonna have to. We're gonna cut it. You're gonna have to cut me off. <laughs> so we. So we didn't. So we're not gonna talk about it for another two hours, which we <laughs> yeah, could. Yeah, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. I could easily. Yeah, no. So we're gonna we're gonna use that segue and jump into Tweet Corner. <laughs> it's always what's gonna be called. I don't care what you say, Elon. You jerk, Elon. <clears throat> uh, first one comes from Lasarna 
at CGY Podcast, some alien, <clears throat> excuse me, since aliens are real now, what would be the best fictional race to make first contact with and what would be the worst? The worst would be the Borg, wouldn't it be? I mean, right? Probably. They just want to assimilate, make make, make perfection. Right. Um, would the best be like like the Traveler from Destiny because it's like he just made everything better. Like he's trying to improve it. I yeah, feel like that's a good answer. I think so too. I was trying to think of that because like I was trying to think through Star Trek, Star Wars, just all Plus of these. The um the Care Bear aliens from Futurama. I don't know uh, if I've seen enough Futurama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so either. Uh, there's an entire world of basically Care Bear uh, bears, and they, I mean, humans found them and then turned them into uh, the little heart shaped <laughs> candies you get on Valentine's Day, the chalky ones. Oh my God. <laughs> Turns them into it? I think so. That's amazing. Wow. I would say maybe the worst is the Reapers from Mass Effect. Reapers wouldn't be good. Ooh. They just want to. <laughs> they just want to restart everything. Yeah, they're like the worst version of the Borg. Like, yeah, they, basically the same, but like we actually just want to murder you all. We want to take you back to nothing. Yeah, yeah. We gotta, we gotta wipe out the smartest races so that you know those bacteria coming up can be can the next thrive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that one's pretty good. I, I think that's pretty good. That's probably it. I mean, xenomorph wouldn't be great. Predators wouldn't be great. No. Klingon wouldn't be great. They just want to murder. War. I mean, it'd be pretty cool to meet Optimus Prime. They're trying to help, but... They got the Decepticons. Yeah. Do the Decepticons come with? You can't have one without the other. I think it's a package deal. Damn. I mean, Bumblebee was a good time, so I don't know. Got to weigh the good with the bad guys, you know. Mm-hmm. You want your car to talk to you, mm-hmm. you know. Traveler good. Uh, bad. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably that's probably good. All right, the next one comes from Jeff Allegedly at Allegedly Jeff. Uh, Ask each other podcast, if you could make anything illegal and the law couldn't be undone, what would you make illegal? Hashtag Tweet Corner. Dancing. Okay, Footloose. <laughs> Kevin Bacon wants to have a word with you. Too bad. It's illegal. Can't be undone. That's true. I'll wow. put baby in the corner. Wow. You just want to watch the no world one, burn. Through no, no dancing. Man, I don't know. I was going to be very divisive and just say capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what now? What are you going to do That's now? That's true. That's true. That's true. Come up That's with something better. Let me, ask you, let me ask you this. Are any of you concerned about an agrarian uprising? <laughs> I, for one, want our lizard overlords to take yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, it's illegal to not pet every dog you see. Oh. You got to do with, it. With, with uh, well... I mean, some dogs don't want to be pet, though. You know? Oh, then you break the law. <clears throat> well. You have to put your shopping carts back in the fucking corral, dude. <laughs> I would agree with that, actually. If you don't, man. 
The amount of lazy people out not there that putting just... back the shopping carts, bro. Like it's I, like, I, I, all my life, I've always been the one to do. Like, bro, like, just take the thirty same. feet, just walk same. it. Same. Yeah, I've never left it in like a parking stall or no, just out in the middle of where you know. And I don't even care if it's raining. I'm yeah. running it over there and I'm running back. Unless the guy or gal is like is right, right there. there, I'll walk it to them. Like I'm not even gonna make yeah. them come to me. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I'll even meet them halfway if that's what we're doing. But just like that Bon Jovi song. I'm still gonna stick with capitalism, but you know, that would be a cl- very close second. Well, no, a very close second would be if you drive in the left lane, going too slow. You know, whatever. We need to get off of this. I got way too many. I could. <laughs> Bill Burr over here. There's, there's, throwing there's, them out. Pop, there's popping up. Yeah. Having Fuck. driven to middle of Wisconsin last weekend. Uh, yeah, I get it. Get out of the left oh, yeah. lane, guys. It's a passing lane. <clears throat> I could go on and on. Well, I won't let you because our next one also <laughs> comes from Jeff, allegedly, at allegedly Jeff. Uh, ask Sidra Podcast, what discontinued menu item from a restaurant do you miss the most? Hashtag Tweet Corner. It's this even a question right now because yeah. it's this, a fucking, we just direct it to Arby's? It's a fucking Cuban sandwich from Arby's. <laughs> you cowards! You cowards! Obvious. Obvious. Number, t- number two is the KFC Cheeto sandwich. <laughs> Ooh. Um, see, so I'm good. gonna go with the uh, like the little chicken fried chicken taco thing that Taco Bell used to have, Ooh, or yeah, or uh, fucking chicken quesarito, assholes. Chicken back, cowards. <laughs> the fried, the fried chicken chalupa thing was really good. Just like the little mini taco, street taco. Yeah. Cowards, do so it. Good. I went McDonald's to bring back the what are the big and tasty or the big and nasty everybody used to call it. The big the and McNasty. The McNasty. The McNasty. The Arch Deluxe. Yeah. I couldn't think of one because I think I feel like the what year is it? the the Reuben from Arby's because I've never had or not Reuben the uh, careful <laughs> Cuban from Arby's yes. is the one that like I've still never <laughs> had. I was like Reuben, that'd be an interest. I don't know yeah, if I'd are, eat a Reuben from Arby's to be honest. I those are want, the, I don't want their sauerkraut. One. Do they? Yeah, I think I think they have one. Nah, I wouldn't yeah. eat it there. Cuban, um, I just you guys have talked about it so much that I've like I've just been waiting. I haven't even had it, and I'm like, I miss I, it. <laughs> you know? It's, 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 it's one of those where I'm like, fuck, man. I just, Arby's. I Matador shrimp tacos from Lucha. I need you guys oh. to bring those back. Okay, okay, okay. I used to have that PB&J burger that I like to get every yeah. so often. That thing was good. Yeah, come on, Lucha. Matador Red Bro, come on. Come on, get it together. Come on, come on. You know you, you want to. I know you're GM. You won't do it for me. <laughs> come on, come on, just come on. on. Just do it. the fucking Cuban chicken quesarito and the matador shrimp tacos, please, please. Cuban for please. sure. Number one. I don't. Everything Cuban. else, I don't. I don't care. Just yeah, bring back Cubana, Cuban. Number one. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. But that's all. Yeah, that's all we got. 
that is all we got. So thank you guys for submitting your questions to us. If you, dear listener, have something you have on your mind and you think you'd like us to take a shot at answering it for you, send it our way. Uh, or on Twitter or Facebook at CGY Podcast. Use the hashtag Tweet Corner. And we'll answer it on our next episode. Um, speaking of the next episode, spread the word so we have more people listening in. We are on pretty much every podcasting hosting site out there. Uh, Podbean, Google's podcast thing, iTunes, Spotify, like wherever a podcast can be hosted, we are most likely there. So spread the word about us. Tell your friends, tell your family. Um, but before we truly sign off, we end every episode with a shower thought from Reddit. This week's comes from user Cones with Nan. Birds are fucking loud considering how small they are. No shit. And that... Because they're not real. Do for episode 158, <laughs> Government Drones. I'll come to your podcast. I've been your host, Adam. I've been Dustin. I've been Chris. If it flies, it spies. That's true.